Welcome to Mahogany Moms Podcast. My name is Dr. Rochelle Whitaker, but you can call me Dr. Shell. I'm here to provide support and education on all things motherhood. Join me every other Wednesday for encouragement, inspiration, and information as we delve into health, mental and physical, education, money, and everything else that comes with this motherhood journey. Hey y'all, it's Dr. Shell, educational psychologist, mental health therapist, parenting coach and author. And so today we're going to do something a little bit different. We're talking to an expert. We're talking to a a trainer, a fitness trainer. And so we want you all to help us welcome our guest, Sheila. She is a, like I said, she's a physical fitness trainer and she's also a Camp Gladiator franchisee. So you guys help me welcome Sheila to the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? I am doing well. It's a beautiful day in Houston today. It is. So tell us about yourself. Tell us about how you got into fitness. Woo, on accident. (laughs) (laughs) So part of my story is it's really a path of just healing. I had a tragedy very early on where my father passed away when I was 14 and I was uh, heavily involved in sports. So staying active wasn't necessarily something that I wasn't used to. So I wasn't like a person that never worked out before I I played sports, Mm -hmm. but my father passed away when I was 14 and it kind of led me in a downward spiral of depression. So I played sports up until I couldn't play anymore. And then obviously when you become an adult and you don't have sports to kind of keep you going and you weren't that good to play uh, (laughs) in college or what have you, you do nothing. You know what I mean? Like you just absolutely do nothing. And really it kind of my life journey has just been trying to find like a safe place is the best way that I could say it is just trying to find a safe place, whether that was, um, you know, uh, moving, right? Like just moving and thinking you could start all over and recreating your past and trying to recreate your future. And then uh, you realize that doesn't work (laughs) too well because you just move and bring your stuff with you, right? But the crazy part is, is that in my non-planning life, shall I say, because a lot of the stuff that I did wasn't planned. It was just more so off of feeling. It led me to a place to meet my husband in Atlanta And we had our first child and yo, when I tell you, I didn't have, I didn't know how to eat well. That was my first experience eating like soul food and all that stuff. And it tastes so good that, you know, I was just eating it and eating it. Wait a minute. Your first experience eating soul food. What? Yeah. Yeah. So background on me, my mother is Filipino and my father was black military from Oklahoma And my mom did a lot of the cooking. So I grew up pretty Filipino. I ate rice rice (laughs) and eggs like a lot. (laughs) So I didn't really have soul food growing up. My best friend, even though she was black, she was from Liberia. So eating like rice and stew stuff, you know, that was the norm. I mean, barbecue was probably the most black thing that I had <laughs> really until okay. I moved to Atlanta and realized what soul food was. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I've had some of these dishes before, just not all the time all together. And dessert seemed like a very big thing. And I am a cookie monster, love desserts, things like that. So when I got pregnant with my daughter, I knew I was going to blow up, girl. I knew I was going <laughs> to blow up. And I did. I did blow up. 
And then I tried to lose weight. And of course, I didn't know how to eat. I didn't come from a background of eating healthy. And all I knew was like just, you know, sports and working out. But I, I knew I would, I've been not playing basketball for a while. So I wasn't playing, but I was in the club. So I say all that to say it was an accident. There was, after I had my daughter, I tried some stuff, nothing happened. Then I ended up getting pregnant again. And oh, I wow. feel overweight and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be obese by the time I have my son. And I used to say, luckily I was sick, but I'm learning now in health. I, I've learned over the years in health mm-hmm. and wellness, that's not a good thing to be sick during your pregnancy and no, you're not eating for two and no, it doesn't give you permission <laughs> to just eat whatever you want and think that that's okay. There's mm-hmm. no consequences to that body wise. Wait, you said you were sick. So you were you, did you have hypermesis? No, I had to actually take medication to stop myself from vomiting every single day. So I wasn't really eating a whole palette of food that I probably should have been eating. I just kind of stuck to the one or two things that I knew that I could keep down because I, I was throwing up literally every single day. I was nauseous every day. That morning sickness never really left me with my son. And I had really bad heartburn and it was acid reflux was a thing for me. So all the things that have to do with your digestive system was an issue for me. So I really wasn't gaining weight with my son. I ended up kind of breaking even at the weight that I was after I had my daughter. So when I got pregnant with both children, well, I'm sorry. When I got pregnant with my daughter, I was around like 150. I'm five, six. So I was like 150. Um, and then when I had her, I was like 198. And then after nursing, then I was about 187. So by the time I had my son, that was probably the most um, I ever weighed with my son. And it stayed there after I had him. So, okay. mm-hmm. So, well, I'll come, look, I'll come back to it because um, you said breastfeeding and, you know, a lot of times moms have this thing, well, I'll just eat and then I'll just breastfeed and the weight will come off. But when you didn't lose that much, um, when you said you breastfed your daughter. So there's something about that theory that it doesn't ring true for everyone. No, I mean, you lose weight because it brought me back down to like the 170s. But after a while, you know, it's, if you're not working out and you don't have nutrition, you don't, Mm -hmm. you don't have neither or then no, that's, that's not something that weight gain is a surplus of calories. So when you're nursing, you hear, Hey, you need to eat Mm -hmm. well enough so that you could produce the milk. Right. But Mm -hmm. then you also hear, well, nursing helps you lose weight. Yes. Yeah. But that's, that's true for those who come in with some sort of knowledge of how this healthy lifestyle goes. But if you, if you don't no, that's why you have people who are 10 years, 15 years later, like I'm still trying to get rid of my baby weight and their baby like 15. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> the habits, the habits just don't change. So, yeah, so that's really, it, it was, actually a physical challenge that maybe was easy for me in my younger years where I couldn't do it. And it just, that's what kind of brought me to size. My husband, after I had my son, my husband and I decided to go for a run because I was like, yo, I cannot 
keep this weight. So I had some awareness, you know, okay. that this is not where I want to be. Mm -hmm. So of course, your first thing that you think about is the easiest thing, which is working out, right? So I was like, I was an athlete. I used to run track, play basketball. I know that I have high energy naturally. So endurance, you know, that, that probably wasn't my struggle, just getting and finding a pace that I could control. So mm -hmm. when I started running, I couldn't even make it half the block. And I, my husband left me and I broke down and cried. And that was the oh, first wow. time I said out loud, I hate myself. I hate where I am. I hate how I feel. I hate how I look. You know, I don't feel like this is me. Mm -hmm. So that started my fitness journey. I bought some B12 supplements from a Groupon and, and <laughs> some other stuff. I don't know. And I just started with Zumba for 30 minutes. And um, my cousin was concerned about me getting things with chemicals mm -hmm. to try to do weight loss. So she, she actually supported me in going a more holistic route through different supplementation that would allow for me to kind of work on my overall health. So okay. the, the notion is, if you give your body what it needs, then your body will do what it needs to do. So, and that means if it means losing weight, it will release what it doesn't need. So that's excess fat. You know, it will help me sleep better. It actually helped me produce milk. It was something that was safe for me to do while I was still nursing my son. So my, my son was essentially six months old when I started my fitness journey. So he's 10 now. So that just shows. <laughs> how long I've been consistent in this game. So it's possible ladies for you to start somewhere and not know anything and be consistent. So you said your if you give your body what you, what it needs, it will do what it needs to do. That, I'm like, I know, that's probably like common knowledge, but the way that you put it, I'm like, man, if you give your body what it needs, it'll do what it needs to do or, or what did you say yeah, you it'll do it'll do what it needs to do naturally so when you think about your body and excess weight that's that's just a physical manifestation of the way you operate in other areas of your life mm -hmm. where you have an excess of or a surplus of something now you're carrying extra weight right so mm -hmm. if you don't plan properly throughout your work week right? Or you go on vacation, right? Yes. And then on that Monday, now you have a surplus of emails. That's extra weight, extra time. It might add extra stress. And if you don't manage that, then it'll start showing up physically. You get what I mean? Yes. So I have a saying, I don't know where I got this saying. I know it didn't just come from me, but it's the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Yes. Right. All the time. Yes. But we don't think about that when it comes to fitness. Fitness is just nothing but personal development right in your face because you have to deal with your yourself really. And you know, we're a distraction uh, based society. We want to deflect. Nobody ever wants to feel weak. Right. Nobody wants to admit that they're not doing well, but that's the sweet spot because now you are inviting somebody to actually hold you accountable and guide you to the next step because we overthink things all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, but that's what I learned from um, the nutritional system that I used because it dealt, it, it dealt with giving my body the, 
building blocks it needs for a healthy immune system. So if your body is firing off on all cylinders, then there's no room for toxins or, you know what I mean? Like you can't, you're not gonna, you're not gonna physically hold like excess fat or things like that. Your, your body's going to use that fuel and nutrients so that you can perform optimally. So, and then it helps in your other areas of life. It helps you recover better from stressful situations. I mean, it's not, it's not magic to where you're not going to (laughs) experience these things, but the way you respond to them is different because now your body's prepped for performing optimally. And that's not just in your workouts, that's in everyday life or even in your sleep because people have subpar sleeps too. So, and so you're making some valid points because a lot of times moms say, I don't have, I don't have time to exercise. And so you hear a lot about these fad diets. And so you'll hear mom say, oh, I did this because it's a quick, it's quick. And then it'll help me lose. But then like months later, it's like, well, the weight came back and it came back more than what I had. So what, what would you say to a mom that's like, well, I need to get this weight off and I need to do it quickly. What would you tell her? Well, the thing is, is nothing quick lasts. Nothing that comes quick lasts because quickness is not sustainable. Just like a cheetah cannot run at its full speed as long as, you know, maybe, I mean, it can't not pass, it can't even go past, I don't even know the science behind it, but it can't go past 10 seconds, I'm sure, at optimal speed. It's not sustainable, right? You can't run a marathon at full speed, those those runners are endurance runners. So you got to think about your healthy lifestyle as a marathon. And when you're running a marathon, it's not like you're running on a track for 26.2 miles, you're running on a street line, right? There might be ups, there might be downs, you might have to turn. So I'm saying it's not linear. So the best way that I can always answer this question about quickness is more so a have you dealt with the root of the problem Mm -hmm. because the root of the problem is you don't have a system in place or healthy habits in place Mm -hmm. in order for you to sustain it that's why you just want this one quick thing because you're trying to skip a process so being consistent is the magic sauce And you hear that all the time. (laughs) Yeah, not being perfect, definitely not being perfect. But being consistent is the magic sauce. So meaning being intentional. So you have to show up every single day being Mm -hmm. intentional with this area that you have not incorporated in your life intentionally. Mm -hmm. You look at it as a need. Yes, it is a need. But unless you incorporate it into your life intentionally, it's one of those things where, okay, well, I'm going to put it on the shelf and then I'll pick it up again and I'll just do my 11 day juice cleanse. Yes. <laughs> literally, you can't sustain that forever. What are you going to do outside of the 11 day juice cleanse? You're going to go right back to those same patterns or habits that you had prior to. So you have to tackle what are your habits right now? Mm. What? Yeah. And so that's kind of leading us into the fact that a lot of moms have gained that COVID-30, COVID-19, the world shut down, they couldn't exercise or they had, you know, kids weren't going to school, so they didn't have time. So how can moms, you know, we're going into this new year, what can moms do to kind of reset their minds into getting this COVID-30 or 19 off? 
you can't do it all at once. You didn't mm-hmm. get 30 pounds all at once. It probably took nine pounds, nine months to get there, mm-hmm. right? Or more. Or more. <laughs> or more. But one way that I can say, and I learned this in my in my profession this year. So I'm actually grateful oh. to share this. Yeah. Find an easy win. Find mm-hmm. an easy win. And the reason why I, I say that I just learned this in terms of communicating it to people is because I'm in a space where I'm like 11 years out, right? Like I'm 11 years out from my first day. So in that 11 years, I've acquired so much knowledge and I know how systems work. I know how the body works. I know how to tweak nutrition. I know how to do a lot of things, but that is not even relatable (laughs) to my first day. Right. Does that make sense? So I think about who I am now. I'm over here deadlifting 185 pounds. You know what I mean? And I can do burpees for seven minutes straight. I It's nothing for me to choose something healthy versus, you know, something not so healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm the person that can eat a cookie now before I go lift weights and it won't do anything to my body versus mm-hmm. before. But that is not relatable to first day Sheila. Right. And I have to think about who first day Sheila was. First day Sheila thought eating healthy was slicing my sandwich in half from Subway because Jared was in. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Slicing my sandwich in half um, and working out in my living room with Zumba. Mm -hmm. And I'm super athletic and I started with Zumba. Mm -hmm. Right. And when I meet ladies that come into my space, and they're telling me how much they love Zumba, but they want to have a certain physique, I find myself almost like telling them, you can't do Zumba anymore, right? And that's not, I shouldn't say that. You know what I mean? Like you, like you can't do Zumba anymore. Or I get, sometimes I get things where people say, I got to get myself together first before mm-hmm. I could come and train with you, right? Yeah. And I was like, that's what I'm here for. I'm here mm-hmm. to give you the tools that you need um, you know, to meet you where you are. Right. But I have to remember that that still could be intimidating. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's not for me to rush that person to ultimately want to feel like they're ready for me and what I have to offer, you know, in the future. Right. right? Mm -hmm. So I say that to say, I had to bring myself back down to day one. I'm like, Sheila, you wasn't training with a trainer on day one. You were in your living room on the connect doing Zumba for 30 minutes. You were dancing and doing what you were doing. So why can't the next mom do that? Right? Like I put my son down to sleep along with my daughter for a nap because they're only like two years apart. So Mm -hmm. they'll take their nap. I'll plug in my connect and I'm doing Zumba for 30 minutes. And then I'll have my half a sandwich, right? (laughs) And my potato chips because all I knew was calories. All I knew was, you know, um, portion control. Mm-hmm. And that's where I started. And, but I was consistent in that. I made sure, okay, how many Zumba workouts do you want to get in this week? Right? <laughs> yes. Uh, and then I found something that I really could track that was easy. I could track my water. You mm-hmm. know, that's easy. And I could track, I could track the amount of days I can go trying to find foods that I like in a healthier way to do 
a meal that I really, really want, you know, later. So let's talk about this. What does that look like? What is like a, a meal that you, that's healthy, but it's, but it's, not like super healthy. Like it's not like a salad. Cause you know, when people start wanting moms, especially start wanting to lose weight, it's overwhelming. Cause oh, you're yeah, like, well, I got to eat this and this. Right. And it's like, that's no, you can't stay with that. Cause this food is not good. I don't want to do that. So what does that look like? What is healthy or somewhat healthy? Like as you're moving, doing the process, like you said, a half a sandwich, does the sandwich have mayo on it? Does it have cheese? What does that look like? Well, this is the way I look at it. Surely me cutting back on what I was doing is a start. Yes. Right. Okay. I, I don't know where that thought process came from. Um, Dr. Shah. I have no idea, <laughs> but I literally would have that thought process. Like, well, if they say to cut your portions, well, clearly if I eat half of this sandwich, that's going to do something. And I used to positively reinforce myself that this is going to do something because yes, like last week I would tear down this whole pizza, but today I'm going to see how I do with just one slice and a salad. Okay. So you just start, you just start where you are and you just start small. You start find your wins easy. And then I started researching because now I'm like having to figure out, okay, well, how can I get a flat belly? This is me, like when I tell you this, I was just like everybody else, like super ignorant to everything. I'm like, ooh, how can I get a flat belly? I found a flat belly smoothie and I made it, I made it, but I was also a person that didn't eat a lot of fruits, never really ate avocados. So it forced me to have these foods that I wouldn't normally eat. And I was cutting down portions. So now I'm having bioavailable food that could, my body could break down quickly. And I was working out. So I was already doing a surplus of things, 100% effort of things that I had 0% effort in prior to. Okay. So I, it's not like I had a formula or a calculation. I just knew that what I was doing was way better than what I had been doing. Okay. And then I knew in order to, the more questions that I had, right? Like, because mm -hmm. during that time, you'll start seeing, you know, some weight come off, right? Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, I've never been overweight before, okay? That was my first time being overweight when I decided, yo, I'm, I'm want to lose weight. So mm -hmm. when I lost a pound, that was everything to me. You never heard me say out my mouth, which I hear from women all the time, especially my moms. I only lost one pound. Yes. So you only burn 3,500 calories. That's a big that, deal. Wait, yes. Yeah, say that again. You only burn how many? 3,500 calories, which is equivalent to one pound. Wow. Now, I don't think I've ever heard that, but when you say it like that, it's like, yes, I have really done something. Mm -hmm. So then when I hear women come off the weekend and they're like, oh my gosh, I got, I gained three pounds back. I said, so you mean to tell me you ate 3,500 calories times three? Ooh. Over the weekend? Ooh. Fake news. That's fake news. All that is is inflammation. 
You didn't mm-hmm. drink water. You ate a whole bunch of salty foods. You drank a lot. That's it. Go drink some water. You said a whole word. <laughs> Go drink some water. And then they go on the cycle of doing cardio all the time. Yes. And that does absolutely nothing. There's not enough stimulus for your muscles, which is straight cardio, right? But again, that's getting into the science stuff. But I, I, you know, going back to that question of being overwhelmed, find something easy to do for 30 minutes every day and then bump up the time. Something enough that's going to get your heart rate up mm-hmm. to where you can say at least five words, not or more, at <laughs> least five words. Because if you're saying more than five words, it's not, it's not stimulating you enough in that way, your walk. We'll be right back with more of today's episode of the Mahogany Moms Podcast. Are you a mom feeling overwhelmed, stressed by your day-to-day task? We have just the thing. Burps, Bibs, and Breakdowns is a journal with filling prompts, checklists to make sure mom is taking care of herself, and tips sprinkled throughout for mother mom. This is the perfect journal for moms of one or moms of many. To order our journal today, go to MahoneyMomsPodcast.com or click on the link in the show notes. Now let's dive back into the show. So how many times if, you know, I hear this all the time. I've I've heard mom say this all the time. How many times do I need to work out in a week to notice change? Or do I need to work out for an hour? I don't have an hour a day to work out. So Mm -hmm. is there, does it matter? Is there a certain time? I know you said you have to get your heart rate up, but do you need to work out a certain amount of days? hours I think that you need to move every single day for at least 30 minutes okay intentional intentional moving whatever that looks like so if you're a brisk walker I need you to get your heart rate up when you're brisk walking okay you to move your arms as if you're running but you're walking right Mm -hmm. and you may not have to go super far to start right but Mm -hmm. you definitely need to move for at least 30 minutes a day. So I would say that like, if you could do that every single day, that's great. If you could do it three times a day, that's great. It just depends on where you're, what you're starting from. You're starting from absolutely nothing at all. <laughs> Everything's a win. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say just like, you know, everything else that you do in life, when you're adopting something new into your life and you want to make it in habit, the more you're exposed to it, the more it'll stick. So if you work out today and you don't work out again next week, even though, you know, you end up, let's say at the end of the month, you put four hours of working out in, Mm -hmm. that's not enough to create a habit for yourself. That's not even something that's going to be integrated in your life forever. You know, it's not, it's just, it's something that you'll, you'll find, you'll find it'll be a movable, a movable thing to like pick up and it doesn't have enough investment equity in your life. So it doesn't, Mm -hmm. but if you do less than an hour and you do that every single day, whether it's 15 minutes, 10, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and you build up from there Mm -hmm. more than likely over a 30 day period, 
two month period, three month period, you'll probably feel a lot more um, eager to get something in because there's so many benefits of working out and getting your blood flowing um, to start your day that your body will start craving that. So and so that's a, that's a good segue into if a mom is listening to this and she's like, I really want to exercise or maybe I want to exercise, but I don't really know what benefit that it'll give me beyond, you know, a physical benefit. What other benefits are there to exercise? Huh? So many it's <laughs> stress reliever for one. So it's a stress reliever. It definitely releases a lot of endorphins. Um, it's a, you know, we have toxins, we're exposed to toxins all the time and, ways that you detox are through your sweat glands. So you need to have something that can make you sweat. So it could release, you know, itself from your body outside of, you know, going to the bathroom, you know, (laughs) so it's it's a different way. Other um, benefits from working out outside of physical appearance, it does help you sleep better. Again, you think about a child that is running around and you hear the parents say, Ooh, you're going to sleep good. Yes. I think that is, is because you don't want to have a whole bunch of stored up energy and it has nowhere to go. Okay. So rest is where, you know, you get creative and your body repairs itself to be able to perform optimally again, you know, um, also, um, fitness, another way fitness helps you, it helps you be intentional. Mm-hmm. It really, really does. Um, it helps, it helps you with the way you talk to yourself and how your mind and body operate on one accord. And, um, it actually strengthens your spirit. Really. It really does. It strengthens your confidence. Um, there's something about doing something really hard and knowing that there's an end to it. Yes. Right. That kind of makes you feel like, man, I can, I think I can do, you know, the next hard thing again. So I think putting purposeful stress on your body is great and necessary because it helps strengthen you for, you know, other areas in your life. Right. Mm -hmm. And obviously the obvious ones are like, it helps with your muscles and retaining your muscles. Your muscles do start deteriorating after you turn 30. So your muscles Ah! not having any stimulus on your muscles or not doing significant amount of resistance training. And I don't mean like carrying something that's light like this, you know, three pounds. Those I call them the little colored M&M weights or Skittle weights. Uh huh. That's not going to sustain your muscles at all. You know, I mean, maybe when you're way older and, you're, and your bones are a little bit more frail or your body's a little bit more frail, depending on what your lifestyle was prior to, that might be enough stimulus but not, it's, it's not, remember, everything has to be intentional and purposeful. You want to add intentional stressors to your muscles so that they can strengthen just like your, your life. Right. So you lose muscle when you get older and believe it or not, when you lose muscle, guess what? Your knees hurt, your back hurts, your hips hurt. And then most people's um, solution is, Oh, I'm gonna go get surgery. Mm -hmm. Right. When really all you had to do is just lift weights, like lift weights to protect the joint, lift weights, protect the joint so that your joints don't feel all that impact. That's interesting. So 
Um, because when, when I was training with you, I had, um, started having some knee pain, Mm -hmm. um, went to the doctor and he was like, well, I'm not, you know, you don't have arthritis or anything. Um, and I was like, okay, maybe it's the, cause we were working out outside. So I was like, maybe it's working out on the pavement. And I started working out, um, at home. I just kept doing it. I was like, I'm just not going to restrict myself. And it did, it got better. But at the time when you told me that, I mean, when you said, you should have said, I think you said, you should have said something. You probably just needed to work out on the cushion. I'm like, Mm-mm, something is happening, but it did. It, it just improved on its own, which is, yeah. that doesn't really make sense really when you think about it, but mm-hmm. it worked. Well, when you think about your muscles and how tender they are or how weak they are, mm-hmm. when you perform movements with resistance, you're going to feel pain. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a sharp pain, but you don't want to feel sharp pain. But what I mean by it, you're going to feel some discomfort because your muscle is weak. So, you know, that's where the trainer comes into play to ask those questions, because a lot of us, we just think it hurts. Therefore, I should stop. Mm-hmm. But in life, it doesn't work like that. Right. You don't stop life right. because it's hurting. Right. And, right. and in order to get stronger, you got to go through those <laughs> obstacles and those challenges, it's a stimulus, right? It's stimulating um, your, your, you know, who you are so that you can be stronger and can bear more. So right now, for somebody who never lifted weights before, I promise if I told them to do a sit, a, a squat, right? A squat, mm-hmm. it's going to hurt their knees because right. they don't have the muscle strength to even hold their own body weight. Yes. So you think about that. And that could be, that doesn't have to be a person who's overweight. That could be anybody, right? So they don't have enough strength to stand up and sit down. So again, the goal, the goal really is you want to move. You want to be able to move functionally as you age. That's just really what it is. So yes, there's so many, like that's, that's one of the benefits. Like if, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. So if you're not strengthening your quad muscles, guess what? You might as well get a one-story house. <laughs> you're not going to walk up and down the stairs. You're not. Mm. Think about that. If you're not, if you're not activating your glutes, then same thing. One-story house. Can't sit on the toilet. Get the assistant stuff to help you sit down. Can't lay down flat on the ground. That's what you're preparing your life for when you don't have adequate resistance training okay so you start off what I hear you saying is just start so for just start where you are um, and do what you can do until you can do um, what you want to do yeah and again just starting there's probably not going to be as much intention you're going to have a really big goal right like most people come and they tell me like at least for some who probably been moving a little bit, they'll tell me like, I just want to tone up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've lost this amount of weight and I want to tone up. Now, from my perspective, it's like, you just lost all your muscle. This is what it translates to me. You lost all your muscle doing whatever you did. Mm-hmm. And now you want to rebuild muscle. But then you only want to have leanness or toning in this area (laughs) Mm, yes and that is not realistic at all you get what I mean that's not realistic 
And then if I go through the process of, you know, explaining to them how the body works, that fat is systematic. And then when you build lean muscle, it reduces fat, your metabolism revs up. And then I say, you want to lift heavy weights, right? And then we start going through, um, you know, just series of exercises. And the, the, the thing that I find from people is they don't allow themselves to be just a student, to be <laughs> coachable. Yes. They don't. They don't. That's heavy. I know my body. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're, you're not in alignment with your body if you know your body. You get what I'm saying? Yes. You're not in alignment with it because you want it, you want it be unhappy with your body if you were in alignment with your body. So if you, what you're saying is true, then it would match up, right? You would look just the way that you look. Right. But going back to what I said in the beginning, you give your body what it needs, it'll do what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. But if the answer is you don't know, that's okay too. And you could find out on your journey. You know, you don't always have to have a professional to help you. But when you do have people in your life that have some sort of niche or education in that area, listen to them. Mm-hmm. They know what they're talking about. You know, they know what they're talking about. And I'm not talking about your friend that just, <laughs> you know, purchased something. And they lost 15 pounds and you think that they look good. And they, and they say, all I did was drink this, right? Mm-hmm. And they didn't do yeah. anything else. Those are the people that you may not want to get that advice from. Because anybody who's ever like started from somewhere and has adopted this lifestyle for the long run, they'll tell you there's, you can't skip steps. You have to incorporate resistance training you have to incorporate cardiovascular training. You have to be intentional uh, with your workouts. You have to have a plan. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be perfect, okay? And you know you have to just stay consistent. You have to stay consistent. So that's the benefits of just getting moving. Is you need to just move. Just start. Yeah. Just start. <laughs> That is so good. And so um, is there anything that you haven't um, shared with our, um, our listeners that you want to share? Any, um, essentially what you've told us is to start um, your body. If you give your body what it needs, it'll do what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one thing I will say that's always helped me is that before you omit something, submit Do not, especially your diet or, you know, even in your, your, I guess if you're going to try to create space in your, um, in your schedule for workouts, Mm -hmm. like don't just go and like diminish everything that you know for this (laughs) one thing, (laughs) because you're going to be miserable. You're going to be miserable. So, you know, even going back to the diet, most people, when they're like, man, I'm going to do right, mm-hmm. you know, beginning of the year 2020 knew me, now it'll be 2021. <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that. And then next thing you know, poor baby's just eating spinach, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just miserable. And I will tell you that when I started my fitness journey, it was an enjoyable experience. 
Hmm. It was enjoyable. It was. Okay. Now, when there might be moments where I didn't understand, Mm -hmm. right? You know, a small moment of discomfort, but I had somebody in my corner to complain to Mm -hmm. that has already understood the program that I was going through. You get what I mean? Or the plan that I was going through and they were able to kind of coach me or, or let me know, reassure me that this is going to be so good for you. And the, the parts of my complaining was just like, I'm hungry. You know, (laughs) that was it. And it was my cousin and she would say, well, drink some more water and see how you feel in an hour. Mm -hmm. And I would drink water. And that's when I realized that your body's way of indicating that it's thirsty is your stomach growling. Mm. So one of the things that you've just said that's key sounds like in mom staying motivated is support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. your motive, your motivation is fleeting. Mm-hmm. You have to remember you're you're the person that got you where you are. Too. True. Yes. So you can't be your cheerleader and your crit like your criticizer. <laughs> Criticism is gonna win. Yes. All the time sometimes right mm-hmm. so it's always good to have a support system of people who you know it, you have to have I always use the bible as a re- reference but you have to have a Paul mm-hmm. a Timothy and then when you get to a certain space and you need a Timothy yes right? because now you're gonna have to help somebody else so that it continues to motivate you it's like a way of giving back but the Paul you're always gonna need a Paul all the time. I still have Paul's in my journey because I'm in a place now where my, the times that I would normally work out, I'm training other people. So now I got to train people in like times I don't feel like working out, Mm -hmm. but it's such a part of me. I will move things around so that I can get the workout in, but that is developed over time. Right. Um, yeah. So again, working out or the healthy lifestyle has to be a part of you. Like you don't go on vacation. It like <laughs> vacation, you should be working out too. Hmm. On your vacation. Why wouldn't you? Because you're on vacation. From what? <laughs> From everyday life, everyday routineness. But is working out work. That's the thing. Ah, that's a good point. Working out to me is not work. Working out to me is a place of like solace. It's a place of peace. It's a place of motivation, encouragement. There's so many good things that come out of working out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's where I meditate is where God speaks to me. So Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to take a vacation from that. That's a, that's a, that's a valid point, but it's a whole mindset shift. Working out is not work. Working out is not work. Now, it's not work for you because you're a fitness trainer. Now, I work out all the time, but I work out because it, it's, a, it's a mood enhancer. It, mm-hmm. it makes me feel good. But when I'm working out, it feels like work. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I like the way it makes me feel after. Mm-hmm. So that's what kind of keeps me going. But you know, when I'm on vacation, I'm not working out. I mean, I'm, I may be walking or doing, but it's not, it's not intentional. Probably because when I work out at home, I can control my time. But when I'm on vacation, it's with other people. Mm-hmm. 
And so I may not have the same. Yeah. Well, but most people, when they go on vacation, I don't know how your eating habits are, but when people go on vacation, they eat a surplus of calories. Yes. They come back from vacation and they talk just as negative to themselves as they did going in. Mm. And it speaks to the habits. What are your habits? Now, that's not to say that I can't go on vacation and decide to not work out for three days. My body will do just fine because I'm not eating a whole bunch of like nonsense that's not going to support my lifestyle. Okay. So again, you know, to your point, it's not just because I'm a fitness professional. It's a part of my life, right? It's Mm -hmm. a part of my life, including picking healthier choices but it had to start from somewhere. So even when you go on vacation, like to be honest, everybody could start their fitness journey today and have a vacation schedule four weeks from now. It's not healthy for them to stop completely while they're building habits for themselves. That's true. You're right for them to do that. That's a whole mindset shift. Now I'm going to have to revisit when I plan a vacation. Like you still need to incorporate your workouts or shift, make sure that I'm eating, making healthier choices if I'm not going to work out like I normally do. Yeah. And I think sometimes we think that working out takes away from things, Mm -hmm. but it really doesn't. Like it's gotten to a place like even with my family, they know I'm better when I work out. I'm Mm -hmm. not good when I don't work out. I'm not. So unless I choose not to, right. Cause I have rest days. Right. But my rest days are getting on that Peloton bike. That's my rest. That's not a work. Sorry, Peloton. That's not a work. <laughs> That's active recovery for me. Okay. Because I don't have to think there. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of enjoying, I'm moving, but it's not, all it's doing is maintaining where I am, not on the Peloton bike for a goal, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But for somebody first starting out, getting on the Peloton bike is, it will be for their goal because they were going from, you know, where they were to now just moving and that will be enough, but eventually their body's going to need a little bit more. So that's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. You have to be intentional with your training because there's a difference. There's a difference between training and there's a difference between just working out. So I work out on vacation. I don't train on vacation. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. So if a mom was like, oh, she has, she's saying everything. I need her as a trainer. Where, where do they find you? How do they find you? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I am partner with Camp Gladiator. So I am a partner trainer with them. So I do offer virtual classes two days a week. Yay. Yeah, so I, I do. It's very safe and it's very interactive. It's very interactive. It's a two-way interaction to make you feel like you're at home. You're definitely a part of my family when you come in. It's an awesome, awesome experience, but I do train Tuesdays and Thursdays. I have a 5 a.m. class, a a 6.30 a.m. class, and a 5.30 p.m. class, Central Standard Time, virtually. And I have one in-person class at 7 p.m., and it's with a very small group of people here in the local area, in Pearland surrounding area here. So you can find me through uh, campgladiator.com. You're probably going to get confused and be like, oh, I don't see her name. (laughs) So if you want to find me personally, you could definitely um, follow me on Instagram at trainer underscore Sheila J. And then 
also on Facebook, Sheila Marie Jackson. Um, my story is all about just healing and faith and family. Um, so in fitness, so that's, that's, you know, where a lot of my motivation and, and just my, my talking points to people and mothers, mm -hmm. um, come into play. Um, just because I've experienced a lot of tragedy as a child and fitness has really helped me overcome. So, you know, just kind of overcoming those obstacles for anybody in all walks of life. There is room. You just got to make some room. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. You have um, dropped some nuggets today and we'll be sure to put all of your handles in the show notes. Yay. I appreciate <laughs> Thank you for having me. I have no idea where we were going. <laughs> it's so much to share. It's over 10 years of knowledge and, you know, accidents, but now it's just more, you know, purposeful, intentional, um, muscle building. That's really what it is. Yay. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Mahogany Moms podcast with me. If you like the podcast, please show your support by sharing it and leaving a review. If you'd like to learn more about us, go to mahoganymomspodcast.com. Until next time.